Walter Nash Rishrahado de Coral et Mars, Igor Le Airgrid, Bemesi Le Dine Kailul, on Common Lu Class Gale, Agastar Suligum, Gumanishiv Tanivas. I remember saying to him, this is some trip, Sean Murray. This is unbelievable. <laughs> he says, it's not a trip, Muggsy, it's, it's a tour. And I was like, no, but you know what I mean? He says, no, I don't. This season, the show is brought to you by Airgrid, official timing sponsors of the GAA All-Ireland Hurling and Football Championship and key drivers in Ireland's pursuit of a cleaner energy future. And you're very welcome back to another episode of Corale Tomas in association with Airgrid. I'm delighted and honoured to have the great Dini Allen, Cork legend, with me this week. And we're going to talk all things sport, Dini, because I know football, even though most people know you for the football, the soccer is there and the hurling is there. Do you know the one thing, Dini, that jumped out at me straight away was, and in 1989, you, you played, and correct me if I'm wrong here, you played your first game for Cork in 72 in championship. And in 89, you played with Cork, who won the National League, the Munster Championship, and the All-Ireland Final, and you captained them. And that's a full, that, that was a full 18 years after you started out with, with, with Cork. Am I right in that? That's correct. That's correct, Tomás. Took, um, took me 17 years to win an All-Ireland, it only took me one year to win it. I won the hurling medal. <laughs> so, and in '75, I played four matches and I had three matches and I had a monster hurling medal. And I played about a hundred matches to get a non-hurling medal. <laughs> Just unreal, isn't it? Was it only the one year? Because I knew you won a monster championship. Was it '75? Was that only the one year you played? Did they, did they annoy you to go in, Dinny? Because you obviously were good enough to play it. But what well, was the I was. Um, I had a good season that year. We were beaten by Galway in the semi-final. We had a good season. But the following year, Frank Murphy arrived as a selector, my favourite friend. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, I was a sub, which wasn't too bad for him, like, to make me a sub. I thought that was very good out of him. But uh, he then, um, after about three matches, I was brought on in two National League matches, like, with 10 minutes to go or something like that. Nothing happened. So I was then, I was then dropped completely off the panel that time. So I was back to... Just football and soccer then, you know? So A lot of people would know, and you know, I, I'd be interested, you know, I, I was obviously playing with Nemo, but I'd be interested in the history of the club and all that. But in the 70s, especially, Dinny, like there, there's obviously hurling there, but they were very strong in the hurling in the early days, Nemo, weren't they? Say, when you were yeah, we, in that time. We, yeah, we won, a, we won a, an intermediate in 1971 um, against Carrie Toole with a score of, this is the most this is the most disbelievable score of all times. We scored 413 in the final of the intermediate, and the opposition, Carrie Tool, scored eight goals and one point. Jesus Christ. That makes it a draw, right? The fella that got the point to get the fella that got the point for Carrie Tool was man of the match, as everyone was getting goals like so a point was brilliant to get, you know. So um and we played we went back down to the replay and we beat him four eleven to two. Two five or something in the replay, so we were we were looking. We were actually a pint down with a minute to go. In the, when it was eight one, it was four twelve to eight one. We were a pint down, and we got a pint to equalise the match. So oh my god, if we lost it, we'd be still. Well, we're still talking about it as it is, like you know. So 
I talked to a few and they'd say that the argument would be there that Nemo were good enough. Was it in 74 or 75 to win a, a county hurling title? Were they close enough that time? Yeah, we were in this, we got to the semi-final against Blackrock, like which had, oh my God, Cash, Tom Cashman and, and Dermot McCorton were just starting. They were minor at the same day. Ray Cummins was playing, Brendan Cummins was playing, Frank Cummins was playing. And we were three points ahead with about four minutes to go and they rattled over five points in a row. They didn't get a goal against us to catch us. They rattled over five points in a row and beat us by two, two points. So we started going downhill, kind of... We were senior from 82, 72 to 82. So we had 10 years there. Like, we beat a couple of big the big clubs. Like, did they know we beat? And we beat Passage. Passage were big at the time. Or good, Justin McCarthy played with them. But we had some good innings, but the, the, that was the nearest we came to the semi-final. We were shattered. We were, you know, we were very close to beating them, you know. Actually, they were beaten in the final after by the Bears. I think the... They, when when they beat us, they got too overconfident. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what would your earliest memories, Dini, be of of Nemo? Oh, my, one of my earliest memories is being West Ham were playing in the cup final in 1964 against uh, Preston, and. Um, I used to be hanging around down and uh, Evergreen Road, hoping that they'd take... It was all under 15 that time, underage. They had no under 12s or under 13s. The, the youngest was under 15 and I was I was 11. And uh, I, used to, I was hanging around, like, hoping that they'd be sharp, but they were never sharp. But Frank Hogan was in charge of the under 15 team and he took me away up to the north side to, uh, to play. Or he pretended I was going to play, but he, he brought me on for about 10 minutes that day. So that would be my earliest memory of myself being involved but like I can remember I can remember going to the matches in 1960 Nemo were junior hurlers at the time I can remember actually the hurling matches more than the football for some reason but they were all out in Ballinlock so it was kind of local local matches but Nemo won five in a row that time in junior I know it was only junior but it was, it was a big thing for us you know so hurling was up kind of next to the senior football at the time you know yeah, I was so. saying, I, I don't know who was telling me, because I remember the first time I landed in, in Cork years ago, it was just over 20 years ago to college, and I landed into the old Nemo. I wandered in there myself and Adam McGarrett one evening in the old Nemo clubhouse, and we were brought up on Kerry's Golden Years, and we were brought, that was the only video. There was no social media. There was nothing like there is nowadays. So we used to play that tape over and over, and I couldn't believe that the evening we walked into the old Nemo clubhouse, and everybody thinks Nemo now with a big, brand new clubhouse and all that that came after. But the old Nemo clubhouse, yourself and Jimmy Kerrigan, I think, were sitting up at the at the counter. I mean, it was a quiet Sunday evening and he came down and he sat down with us. I don't know, do you remember that now? But he made us fierce welcome. That old club there, I think it was Jim Kremen, Lord mercy on him, that told me before, there was a, another clubhouse before that again, like, was there? Yeah, there was, yeah. It was, it was only the size of a house, you know, there was be a front door to it with a big table tennis table in, in it and in the back then there was a, a snooker table and they, they, they used to hold our meetings there it was, it was, uh, it was only in, it was still in Turner's Cross it's still there like I think there's a fire extinguisher office is now inside there so um, yeah that was before that was before the other one yeah and and there was no pitch with that Dini that time where, where would no, the pitch have been based that time 
Dalton to Tremoro, three, three pitches were given by the corporation, to, one to Redmond's, one to Bellefihan, and one to us. No, uh, like we were the middle one, but um, like Red, Redmond's and and the, and Bellefihan kind of struggled all their lives. You know, like they never got up to the high standard of always kind of junior B. Well, Redmond's went out of existence there a couple of years ago, but it was tough on them, you know. But we were we were the middle middle team open there, but we had only a corrugated iron dressing rooms at the side of it because it was that at that time. That pitch, those pitches were open in the middle of nowhere as such. Like there was no built up area around it, you know. So we got them about 19, 1960 or so, like that, or 19, yeah, 1960. But there were, there were the three pitches were unbelievably a, a hill up towards Belfihan itself. So there were no one wanted to play there, like no, not the opposition didn't want to play there at all. And we didn't want to play there either. So we used to play a lot of the or matches away from home to get a good pitch, you know. And tell me, yeah. what is it? What like everybody said, Nemo, Nemo would have, and you see the big clubs around the place. Douglas would have big numbers and all that. But there's something in Nemo, didn't you? How like I I, I saw it myself when you'd be inside there all the time. There's a continuation where players, former players, no matter how big or how small or how everybody throws the shoulder to the wheel inside in the club. Was that always there, or who started that off? Was it there? Like, because I know you have four All Ireland clubs, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So that and that success, and sometimes with a club, there might be a, a, a quiet period which there was, but they came again. So obviously, all the fellas that were won the early county championships and won the the early All Irelands, they stayed involved and made sure that there was a, always a, a proper youth policy where young fellas are coming up and taught the right way. I think even outside of the football, they're taught how to be how to behave, really, aren't they? That's the one. I, I think that's what you have at Tomas. I think definitely more than than the playing wise. Twas twas. We were all we were very clannish. I know all clubs are probably clannish to an extent, but like we were kind of developing, and I can never remember not going out at night time, like at say 16 or 17, not going anywhere. No, up to the shop and stay hang around for the night, but like they'd never be less than eight or nine of fellas there, and they'd all they'd all be playing with Nemo, like good, bad, and indifferent, you know. And it was just it was just a passion we we built up, I think, for Nemo, like we, we didn't build it up, but just it arrived, and it was a passion for the club, like a first love of it. And then Jim Kremen was would have been one of the fellas with us now, you know. But Jim, we were very successful. In 1970, minor the minor Nemo team, we won the Hurley and Football Letcher Counties, and we won, we won six trophies anyhow. That, that that team, but Jim was three months over age for that team, and he lost out nearly all the way up. You know, like he, he lost out all the way up until we came to senior, and then he played senior hurling. Then with us, he he won a county medal with UCC in hurling, and um, he came on the day that we left in the eight goals in a pint. Um, he came on the he came on the second day. As your man was after leaving in another three, second day. So Jim was brought on the second day. So he, he played senior hurling for us after that. But he he missed out on a load of good crack with us that time. But he he still travelled to the matches and everything like that. Like and he'd be in the dressing room and everything with us, you know. But he just couldn't tug off. He was just three months over age for all that kind of stuff, you know, which was kind of sad. But like it was the, the first question you asked, like it was it was. It was passion for the club. Like I, I, 
I, sp- I spoke there recently above lads and, uh, uh, and I, I'm still trying to tell fellas like up there it isn't about stats at all like stats are useless like if you don't have passion <laughs> wasting their time like this passion first stats are second or third or fourth even I don't know but they're definitely not first with me anyhow <laughs> I totally agree I t- do you know what's in the club as well is there's desperate humour I don't know is it the characters are I, I, I always I, I said this before where I played one of a league game and I was disgusted. We lost the league game and uh, I was inside in the bar afterwards and Jimmy Kerrigan. And I played the whole game now. I played the whole right. game. I totally the same day now, Dinny, to be fair. And Dinny just walked past, or Jimmy just walked past and he just whispers in my ear, they should have brought you on today. And he kept walking. <laughs> and I, I tried to say, I was I was playing Jimmy and then I stopped <laughs> it and I says, and this is straight after the game, like so. There is that, like that, that, that little bit of of, of humor, but oh yeah, there's humor in it too. Yeah, sarcasm, sarcastic humor, like is in it, like you know what I mean. You're not funny unless you're sarcastic as well. You could build that in. That reminds me of of the story that uh, Nudie Hughes from Manahan was getting on the bus one day. We were giving him a lift or something up in Dublin. We were all getting on the bus. We were coming home, and he. Someone said to him, oh, we'll, we'll drop you out to this station or something like that. To, to fix. So Jimmy was up at the front of the bus and Nudie Hughes got on the bus and like he's not shy, as you know. <laughs> but but uh, Jimmy Burroughs and he said, only All-Ireland, will, only All-Ireland winners on this bus. We, we had one, like, All-Ireland. But uh, Jesus, Nudie got very, very, got very out of it. But jeez, you know Jimmy, sure, he'd say anything, like, you know. Oh, Jesus, Jimmy, you can bury your... This season, the show is brought to you by Airgrid, official timing sponsors of the GAA All-Ireland Hurling and Football Championship and key drivers in Ireland's pursuit of a cleaner energy future. Okay, Dini, I was, I don't know, you're obviously, I don't know, are you on Twitter or are you not on Twitter, but Nemo have a very good Twitter account and they put up all teams and I don't know, was it, was it meant to be or whatever, but they put up there about a week ago that in 19... Uh, 70, he played Cove in Championship. It was your deb- debut, and you were playing corner forward, and you rattled 2 6. Can you remember that day? I can, yeah. Yeah, I was minor that day. Oh, well, I was still minor. Brian Murphy but, uh, made his debut with, with you, did he? Yeah, the played two Brian Murphy. Played the 70. Of that minor team, two, two was played up to that. We got to the final. Um, we were eight points ahead. Got four minutes into the second half against Musgrave. We lost the match by a pint. So that was the talking point for a couple of months. We, know, we found it very hard to get over it. My mother, my mother actually barred it from this, this the, the dinner, went going at the dinner at night. I'm barring the topic on that match after seven months. She barred it. <laughs> it was causing issues. Oh Jesus! As psych, psych, psychiatric treatment and everything, I'd say. Was seventy-two? So, was seventy-two your first senior championship win? And was it who yeah. was? Was it? Did, I don't know. Was it? Was it Charlie that was telling me? Was it? Did Billy come back from Strawberry Hill? And with, what? What was it like? Did you have a? Did you have? A, he obviously had a brilliant team because he went on and won. Were fierce successful in the seventies. But that championship, what, what was different about it like that? Because you were knocking on the door as it was, I'd say, were you? Yeah, we were knocking on the door for like, in, well, 17 now, like it threw away that. Well, we lost the lead of eight points. You must be made a, a mess of it. But um, 71, we were beaten in the semi final. 
And then 72 was the we we won the final and the lads I went away playing soccer after that and the lads went on to win an All Ireland club against Vincent in a in a replay like Keaveney and all them all, all the good the, yeah. the very best and Bobby Dial and Keaveney and Gay O'Driscoll and Hannah were all playing with them and we, we um I, I wasn't involved but I, I used to go to the matches all right but Nemo wouldn't play me um because was that um, because of the soccer didn't you? Well, it was because I like I said you have to give a full commitment, like, and um, I was I, I decided I wanted to try the soccer for a while, so I didn't give him the commitment, and um, but I went to the matches in the bus with the rest of it with all my friends, like that weren't playing, you know, so that's the way I was, and I like like at the time I wasn't that I wasn't that upset about it because I said, look, I'm after the side. This is this is my own fault if it is a fault, like. So I made it myself, but um, it came a bit complicated then two years later because the car, the Nemo hurlers were in senior hurling and there was a few different fellas involved with that and they decided they'd play me and the football selectors wouldn't play me and they, they, the hurlers did play me and it was, it was called as, it did cause a bit of a, it was a bit divisive for it, you know, for a while, you know, but um, I came back in 75 then. Um, I, I told um, the soccer that I play when I could, you know. So I, I played that for twelve. I, no one realizes this. I mustn't have. I mustn't have been playing very well, as well as I say. You only played for two or three years. I said I played for twelve years. I played another eight years after that. Like, but only it was going about four goals a year. I'd say only. <laughs> I knew it. I didn't realize that I was playing golf with you one day, and I never realized you played European Cup football. And yeah. I know it was. It was Cork Hibs at the time, and they, they played in Flower Lodge, which is now Parky Arena yeah. nowadays, isn't it? But yeah. tell me, like, to, it took fair balls, Denny, to, to actually Nemo, who were knocking on the door, and success was obviously there. But you wanted to go at the uh, have a cut up the soccer. You obviously loved. You were obviously good at it as well. But that was a summary because you won. You were fairly successful at it, right? Yeah, well, wait, wait, I, uh, that's even more successful in hurling because it only took four months to win an FA. An FAI cup, cup medal, I joined in January and I had a cup, a cup medal by, um, by um, April or May, like. So I was saying, this is very easy. So I mean, we won about, I won about five trophies that year with Hibs. Like there was the top four and there was the Shield and there was the FAI Cup and we were second in the league and that sort of thing. And, and that year then I was picked for Ireland for a... Everyone says it's an amateur thing. It wasn't. It was a, an under twenty, the under twenty three Irish team I was picked for, and um, we they already had, they had no tournaments that time for under twenty threes. But we played, we played um, France up in Daly Mont Park. We went up on a on a on a Wednesday and we stayed until Sunday. Like fellas got us, we trained twice a day for it, and uh, I told everyone that Platini was playing for France because. There was only about 24 at the match, like, but I told everyone that Platini was, and I, and I was marking him, like, so how could they prove it different, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, I loved, I loved, I loved playing soccer. You know, when I did the first thing that, that I loved about it, you could, you had your free, freedom to play on the right side, or you could wander over to the left side of the pitch or something like that, you know? And the fella that would, would be on you, like, wouldn't mark. 
go and follow your oil. He'd play in his own place. Like, so if he was getting to better here, you'd wander over to the other side to see how bad your tournament was. Did you do a lot of swapping? <laughs> I did an awful lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was like me when um, I was coming to the end and uh, the two Cronins with Nemo, as you know, two young fit lads, yeah. and I was playing centre back. Any time I came across I came across a young pouter there with Douglas, I didn't know oh, who yeah. he was at the time, but I told um, I think it was Stephen Cronin. Now nobody spoke to me from the sideline. I was getting a skinning, and I told Stephen, Stephen, boys told you to go in there centre back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. If I yeah. asked, if I had to ask you, what would be the difference, say, in terms of the soccer and the football at the time, in terms of the crowd? Was it a different atmosphere? Was it a dif different feeling to the club feeling you had with Nemo, or was it was it similar? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, my friends, I never left my friends. I used, I, I'd play a soccer match and I'd be back up with Nemo afterwards, you know. Yeah. And uh, I there's the famous fellow that played in Cork, Carl Davenport. He was fond of the women, that sort of thing, and Jay-Z had an awful name for the women. But um, we played a match one day with um, Celtic, I was with this time, and the dad says to me, where's, where's your club? I said, it's just up the road. Will we go for a drink? We were after playing a match, you know? So we went up to the club anyway. There was a fellow above in the club. He was the next chairman. He hated soccer, right? So Cal Davenport came in with me anyhow. Cal Davenport wouldn't have had a clue about Gaelic football so he went I call a drink and he went up to the up to the counter and he, he says um, this fella the chairman was sitting there and he starts talking to him because he's very friendly Carol and he says to him um, did you go to the game today and your man says no Dinny played very well, well he's, he got two goals not an answer over your man he, he came back down with the drink he said He's very odd, uh, that man up there, he wouldn't talk to me. He hated us coming into the club, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and how was the, how did they, was it through the FAI Cup win that she played European football then? We played Bratislava over there, you know, in, in Czechoslovakia, and then we were only beaten 1-0. But I got concussed during the match, and uh, they took me off, and I, I was put into bed in the hotel, and they said, just um, the doctor came from Czechoslovakia. We had no doctor at that time. And the doctor from Czechoslovakia came in and he said uh, he left to stay in the bed for a week in Czechoslovakia. So the manager, the manager said he's not staying in this country. Get him out. Get him out. So I was lucky to get out, but he could be still over there. Maybe <laughs> a couple of young Denny Allen scoring for Bratislav over. <laughs> I'd be probably fighting in the Ukraine or something. <laughs> Tell me, what was the setup like? Was it were they called car kids at the time, Dinny? What was the setup yeah. like in terms of traveling, in terms of training, in terms of professionalism? I know they weren't being were they being there was nobody being paid that time, was there? Well, they were. We were all being we were all being we were all being paid. Um, Dave because he was you wouldn't have heard of him, but or you might have. Dave because he was a manager. He was he played with Arsenal in Manchester I City. He came him. over yeah. here. He, he got a bad knee and he came over. He was only thirty-two, like, but. He, his knee was Adam, but he played like League of Ireland. He was he was very good. Uh, he was very professional. He, you know, he, and and the training was brilliant. Like and um, it was just different. Like it's, I mean, we were doing good training to Gaelic, but it was it was good and the atmosphere was it was professional enough. You know, and even going back that time, and you know, it was all buses and 
leaving in, you could be leaving at seven in the morning. I remember playing Finn Harps in um, 73 in a league match and we got home at six o'clock in the morning um, with, from the bus and from Donegal, you know, and a fella, John McCarthy, you would have met him in Nemo. I'd say John McCarthy was, was trying to keep himself standing up, walking out the, the colour road where I was playing. He was as drunk as a skunk. But um, Nemo were out to win the county final. At the, I missed the county final. Over it, like really, I really said I'm out to making a great choice here. I was sick of the boss, sick of the journey, and and Nemo were after winning against Calvary. And I was saying, Jesus, what am I after doing to myself? But I, you know, I got over it by, by choosing, I was over it. But you, you obviously you played away then for the 12 years with them, but you put you came back in and you put Nemo, you, were, you went playing football and you focus on the football inside there. And was 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 that then automatically back in with Cork then after that when you when you because when you were playing the soccer you weren't in with Cork either were you? No, I wasn't. Yeah, um, I was back in with Cork in seventy five. I think that was the time your uncle gave me the box. Seventy five, I think, was the I, I think that was the month of final. Level. As a fella says, Jesus, I scored a couple of I scored a good couple of goals for Cork, but no one talks about that. They talk about the freaking box I got. I wasn't actually going to bring it up, but. You lies, like I, I somebody showed me lately. There, there's about 11 million views on that somewhere, and it's gone worldwide. And people are asking, "What sport is that? And where where do you play that? And how come that man was not sent off?" <laughs> <laughs> what is as we're talking about it? I remember one night I was there was tears coming down my eyes. We were after a few pints, and you were telling me about it. And you said you looked around and you just saw this mad lunatic. <laughs> you said, "Jesus Christ!" There was obviously a bit of argy bargy before it, was it? Well, I, I, I kind of, I did, I did give him a shot at arm, all right, in, in the snout, all right. So I, Jesus, I said, so he could have done anything to me after that because it was, a, I thought I was gone. I genuinely thought I was sent off because he had me caught by the hand, and. Uh, I thought, oh, geez, I'm, I'm definitely gone here. And next party evened it up anyway with, with the other one. So um, he left the two of us on, you know. Was, um, what, I, what I liked about it was when you were jogging back, he had the arm, he had the arm around the two of you, best buddies going back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Paddy's uh-huh. always great to tell, Paddy's always great to tell a story like, don't leave, don't even, don't leave a lie affect your story. Like, throw in as many as you wanted, like, but just once it sounds good, you know. Oh, you, who are you telling? Jesus, I couldn't. If if it was raining, you'd have to go outside and actually check the weather because Jesus, the poor man, he couldn't tell, he couldn't tell any truth at all. If, if it was if it was between getting a laugh or telling the truth, he'd just get the laugh. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's, well, that's I agree with him totally. Has it? I I had a I had a Hibs match here. You heard the story. I you know you, everyone has heard it at this stage. I, Hibs were playing Shamrock Rovers down in the Lodge, and a, a little. Jack Russell dog ran on the pitch and everyone was running after him, making a fool of themselves. He, they couldn't catch him. He'd be running between your legs and everything like that, you know. And all oh, the crow were watching him. They were all breaking their heart laughing at this fool trying to catch the dog. So he wasn't going, he wasn't going near him because I'd be used to dogs now around the house and that's all right. But he eventually tempted him over towards me, you know. I didn't move, but I got him to come towards me and, and eventually started rubbing him and I was able to pick him up and I was walking off the pitch over to the side, like there was 20,000 at the match, like, I was walking off over, as proud as punch, I got a huge, um, 
all the bus, you know. Yeah. And I was really had a big head. I mean, I would just do it. I can score goals, all right, but I can catch dubs, all right. And I was leaning all over the wire and dropping down, and this fellow from bloody the north side of the city he said, Dinny, leave the dog on and come off yourself. What <laughs> party was telling that story a couple of years later and, and uh, up for the match, you know. And he says, oh, I have a great story about Dinny. I was playing against Dinny up in the Mardoik, he says, in Cotton Kelly, and the dog ran on the pitch. I was looking at him stupid. He, just, <laughs> he took the whole story in. But, you know, you know that. You, you, you see that. Oh, just yeah. well, there was no end to them. But those two teams that time, and I know you were sick of, Billy would always say it, that he'd be sick of Dwyer coming in to the dress room oh. telling Cork fellas, oh, Jesus, you're the second best team in the... He'd be telling him, will you fuck off out of the, the dress room, Dwyer, <laughs> leave us alone. But there were two serious teams. What year was it when Parky Creeve was opened, Guinea? 76, was it? That 76, the crowd was, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they were massive matches, weren't they? They were, they were great matches. Yeah, but which is, we just... I, 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 I won seven or eight. Eight months to fight. I lost eight months of finals in a row, like... Jesus, no wonder I'm half mad. <laughs> but um, how about if we if there was a if there was a back door, we surely might have won two or three all Irelands, like out of eight or ten. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it was, I remember again those fucking golden years. I remember he had that class Adidas jersey um, for one. Oh yeah. Years. But there was some of the stuff you could even see it on television. Like Kerry got a goal. It wasn't over the end line. I, I, I sometimes I'd be talking to Billy and he said that line that ball was over that I'd only be picking at him. That ball yeah, was line over Billy. It wasn't it for <laughs> over the line. <laughs> but I, Brian Murphy now who played and and who stopped the ball in his stomach, Brian Murphy, old and emo. Brian Brian I I I I eventually got an answer out of him. Um Oh, I said, Brian, was that ball over the line or not? She was, who stopped her on the line. Well, he says, I don't know, was it over the line or not? But why would I be standing behind the fucking line? He says, <laughs> if I was standing, surely be the chance I'd be standing on the line. That's all I can say about it. I can't, I can't remember whether it was or not, but surely I was standing behind the line. Or I'm an awful age of these things. <laughs> so, <laughs> and <here. laughs> and 83, do you know what I like? 83 when Ty Murphy got the goal. Were you playing that day, Denny? You were? Yeah. Was you actually that was fouled, wasn't it? Out was. the middle. Party, party, fouled me. <laughs> another, another one. I got a box for one, and we got a goal for the other one. No. but then afterwards he won that, and and Kerry were caught in obviously eighty two with a last gas goal by Offaly in eighty three by Cork. But when he went up to play Dublin, then was that the day that they wanted to play the extra time above in Crow Park? That she said no. no. Oh no, no that, that was, was well that, after, that was wasn't it? That was a couple of years before that, and it was a it was a national league. It was a national league quarter final or semi final or something like that. Um, no, that that day was uh, the day that uh, Keith Bear got sent off on on me for a two legged tackle. So um, he didn't hit me. I got out of there. But um, <laughs> but uh, no, I I I I I was I had to be um, escorted out the. The dress room that day after the match because Keith Bar was sent off and he wasn't sent off because we had a rumpus before it, you know, two punches, one one from each of us. But the guards came into the dressing room after the match that day. We were after oh no, not that that's time after getting mixed up. No, no, the day that that day that of that one was uh, 80, 89 
89 semi-final, um, that was the, the guards came into me after and he said, you, we, we, we'll have to escort you to the bus because uh, Keith Barr was sent off and you weren't sent off. I came out and it was about you know, 40 or 50 Dublin supporters outside. And they had, I had six guard, three guards on each side of me. <laughs> he was in the middle, walking over towards the cock bus. <laughs> you should have seen the reaction in the bus from Kerrigan. Man. They thought it was the funniest thing of all times. Yeah. You, but, you, uh, didn't need any, you didn't need any six guards. All you needed was Stephen O'Brien and Billy on either side of you. You'd have been fine. <laughs> that's, that's true, too. Yeah, I mean, God's sake. No, the other one, the, the one with the tight Murphy one, was uh, we went to we went to this up to the semi final and we were cheers we were way ahead and then we had to draw a match and then the replay was down in Parky Keeve and they hosed us in the in the replay down in Parky Keeve in eighty three. Um, Joe McNally got two goals and he was playing outfield that time you know the goalkeeper Joe McNally is it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. he was out the field and all oh, Jays they gave us an awful beating that day and two so, like. Dini, you had good teams, right? And I'm not, like, did you think that at that stage then, yes, this is never going to happen. It won't happen because you retired at some stage then. Did you, or I don't know how it happened. Did you, you stop playing with Cork for a oh, while yeah, and I, really got you back in then, was it? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I missed, I, well, I only missed, um, when I played soccer, I only missed two years. Uh, but then, like, when I retired, I was 37, like, 89. I was captain in 89. I started writing on the wall too. Like I mean, I, I was I was I kind of packed up that year, and um, I was playing national or um, national league, and we weren't we weren't good and bad. Like and I wasn't, I didn't feel myself. I was up to it. I thought I was like I was thirty six, and Billy Billy stay, kept kept with me and kind of persuaded me to carry on, and I wasn't really happy, and uh, but. It turned out afterwards that um, well, like, like we won the we won the we won the All Ireland club in '89 as well as well as winning the National League with Park and the All Ireland final and that sort of thing. So it was a very successful year. It turned out, but I, I nearly retired from Park, like, but I should have, I suppose. But once I got the medal in '89, then Billy said, "You you stay on, because we're 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 we we could possibly use you." as kind of last 20 minutes or whatever, or last whatever. But I said, no, nah, I, 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 I jumped ship very fast. You, know? <laughs> you went over on top. Jesus, <laughs> I did. Yeah. I was going to say, those, because I was a young fella, I was only eight or nine, ten that time, and we'd be glued to the All-Ireland final. Those matches would, would meet around that oh, time. Yeah. Fucking, they were, like, even if you look at them now, yeah, they were fast-paced matches, and they were physical, and everybody was like, "Twas uh, O'Neill and, and Lyons." There was a great Cork team. There was a lot of good young fellas coming into Cork that time, wasn't there? The Barry oh, there Cox, was. Stephen O'Brien's. Yeah, there was a lot of under twenty-one success that at that time, you know, like that. But like they like the the, the, the mead style of football, like they like this is on hindsight now, like years later, Mead didn't feel they were doing anything wrong. Me play like that all the time against each other above when they're playing club, like be horsing to each other, and you get a few thumps off the fella that, that would go for a point with you after, and all that sort of So, but we were kind of taking it as a private vendetta or something like that, like, but <laughs> you know, so that's why there was an ill feeling between us, like, for years, only, only for 
God help us. They, they have John Cairns, like there was, geez, there was ten of ten of that team came down to Cork like that time, and, and it was really appreciated, you know. And after that, we became friends with them, but we didn't like each other during those matches, you know, in the late eighties and and nineteen ninety and that sort of thing, you know. It's one of the things in the GA, Dinian, and I know well you'd be great buddies with like some Mikey you now and Trilly and all that, but throughout your career in soccer and in hurling and football and everything, the buddies you'd have and the crack and the contacts and you'd still go out meeting up for golf and whatnot, like with that's the thing to say, and you're on about the meat lads there. And Jesus, a lot of the time you I didn't want to get to know fellas in case I liked them. But sure they're, oh, yeah. they're basically they're all the same as ourselves, aren't they? They are, they are all the same. I mean, I, I'd say like we we're not that friendly with them in in what we are friendly with them, but they're they're far up the country, like so. Yeah. Like we we I love going down to Kerry, like with all the lads, you know. We've we've we we laugh and we go down there for three or four days, or laughing for the whole with the stories, you know. With Bomber so, and the boys. Yeah, I, it's just great to go down there with them. <laughs> yeah. I I I um, I'm not gonna hold you much longer now, Jimmy. Don't worry. Um, the I remember reading, and it was a fierce honest, and I, I made a pile of sense, a lot of it. You said there a while ago, whatever interview you gave, I don't know how long ago it is now, but you said that the football, the style of football now, and the way it's gone, uh, defensive and the amount of time they're putting into it, like tactics, preparation, the time that goes into it, the way they play. Would you like to be playing now? I'd absolutely hate it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't last in it. Like, like tis, tis fair. I mean, they're they're old every night, and 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 then they're like a couple of weeks ago. There, they were playing Douglas in a in a Kellershee match, and there was about eight injuries. Nemo had eight injuries, and Douglas had eleven or something. Jesus, like, and they were all at the match watching the match, but they were all injured. Like, I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what it is, but I'd hate to be playing the style of match. Now, imagine being inside corner forward, like looking. You'll be watching about fifty passes before it would come up to you. You know what I mean? Well, I mean some teams are worse than others. No way, we're probably we're we're probably one of the worst of them. But there are most of the teams now are are playing that way, aren't they? Across the field, Every across team, the field. Do you think? Do you think like? And you mentioned it earlier on about stats or whatnot. And I tell you, no matter what, in the modern age, and I'm involved in a county set up as well, and it does. It's still. If you don't have the passion or if you don't have the intensity, like, do you think fellas are afraid, half afraid to make a mistake because if you go down, you turn that ball over? And he's trying to do the right thing. I remember reading once upon a time, the All Blacks. The All Blacks don't give out to fella at all for trying to do the right right thing, as right. long as it's the right thing. But what they'll do then is they'll tell him, look, you need to practice your execution. That's what you need. But you were trying to do the right thing. Do you think fellas are afraid? No, to actually kick the ball on in case they become a stat saying, Christ Almighty, come off. We're after giving away yeah. the ball there four times in a row. I think without a doubt, I think that's that's a I without a doubt they're all afraid they're all afraid to kick it. Yeah. The, so. Like <laughs> I don't know this year now I was down at the Cork and the, the Kerry game lately, and that traditional rivalry is there. In terms of like I don't know. We'll say, and and it could be, could let's say Cork had won this year and Kerry had won. There's one thing that nuts me all together, and it's a, the the provinces are are the way they are, and you'll always have Kerry Cork, and you'll have the rivalries, you'll have Galway Mayor, you'll have everything, right? But the reality is that 
they are squashed the season into six months. They have four provinces that have 12, nine, five, well, add New York, London, six, maybe seven, and Munster, six. And what I'd love to see is a championship that you had games every, let's say, call it two weeks or three weeks. But Jesus Christ, it doesn't make sense with the amount of football that young fellas have between 20s and colleges and all this. In the middle of the most condensed season, if Kerry come out of Munster, they have three weeks between the Kerry Cork game and the Munster final, and then they wait another four weeks. That's seven weeks inside in yeah. the most condensed. I, I, and tisn't, yeah. what would, like the provinces and the Munster champions, would you hold on to them, Dinny, in some form? Or would you have a, a different series for the All Ireland? Because look what the hurlers have. And look, Jesus Christ, the, the matches again next week, this weekend, are, are every weekend in the hurling, there's matches. But they have two conferences of mm. one side of the country and the other. They don't have the provinces like the football do. I don't know. Have you have you an opinion, or would you would you say no? I'd like to keep the. I, I think the tradition that was there with the provinces is the way to keep. Yeah, it. I, I'd like to try. I'd like to try it the other way for a while, like and 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 have have um, say every team has four to five matches. Like I mean. I know some are going to be lashed, like, and that's sort of But you could, like, Cork now still have a chance, Cork Holland team, but I know the championship is still there. But um, I, I nearly try the other, the other way, you know, could put them into a section and get each, each county get four matches, you know. They're going to have matches with nobody at it, but you're, you're going to have a lot of matches with plenty of people at it as well, you know. I think, think it's worth a try, you know. You know, I always go back, like, but... People want to see, you want to see the big games. I know, I remember when you were talking about that and you were saying, look, the style of football and all that, but you still said, I'll still go to the games. Like, you'll go to the big games. Like, you'll always, Ginny, you have your foot in, in terms of Nemo. You'll be at the matches. You'll love going to the matches still. You'll love going to the, to the big, would you go to the big hurling games? I would a bit. I don't go as much as I did, like, but I, I went to the Kilkenny, Cotton Kilkenny semi-final this year, and I, I forgot how good hurling was live, you know what I mean? Like, it was the great that night. Cart, well, obviously, Cart won that night, but um, um, it, was, it was fantastic to go to see it live. There's a big difference between live and television, isn't it? I know we'll we, we watch television just as handy too, you know. But the other, t- the big thing I'd have to ask now at this stage is um, you, you, you mentioned his brother there a while ago, um, Stephen Cronin. Mark Cronin now, like for instance, he's he was taken away. He's taken away by Cork this year, and he's not playing. And he went up to Derry there, there eight, eight weeks ago, and they brought on five or six whatever amount of subs. They brought on maximum subs. He wasn't brought on, and I'm not saying this now because it's Nemo because there's I can name another six clubs, but I just kind of triggered it off when you said about Stephen. He wasn't brought on that day, and he wasn't brought on since. And we're playing in a few Keller Sheen matches there. Like, wouldn't it be the best thing in the world for him to be allowed to play? Like, I mean, this is it. I know, like, they're saying, you, well, you'll get your turn at the end of the day. But fellas that are, and that are struggling, they could be left go by the manager. The manager said, why don't we play a game for yourself with your club? It would do, it would do the world of good, like. I don't know, did you see it, Dinny? But Jack Connor, we'd be always be even out about him here and there. Yeah. But last weekend, he left David Moore off. He left Killian Spillane off. He left a string of them off. And I think that's right. two weekends out of the last five or six that he's told them, 
go off you need football get club football into your legs there and, and we, you'd be always told to be fair there's no point in going back playing and only going through the motions go back and play well with your club and come back in um, now they didn't do it all the time I'm not saying I know, they I know. do it all the time yeah. they don't but well, they, they can do it right yeah yeah it's like I mean like training can become a farce it's sometimes like training and training and training and then you play a match A versus B like and you know I'll game like for 20 minutes you play the game but this training like all the time like go away and play with your club for a, a match which could give you a spring in your step I think you know it's, it's you think, do you think with the COVID Dini and fellas saying do you know what there's more to life here than the, the even the amount of time you touched on it there that goes into club players and you can obviously tell the amount of injuries that Nemo had there now they're obviously training hard in the background do you think it's easier for players now to say do you know what I'm going off to America there for myself for the for the for the summer. I come back and I might play in it. That it isn't to be all in all that we're after kind of building it up so much that it's easier for players to say, fuck it, I don't need this lot. No, there that that's definitely there. I mean, I can see it in fellas like in the club, and that it's 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 become not as important as well. Like we we would we drown ourselves before we'd miss a match, like when we were playing and when you were playing, even like you're you're not kind of out of it that long, but you wouldn't dream of um, saying, geez, I can't go away that time. That's championship time. I, I, you'll be wrong. So, but no, I can see it. I can see it all the time in other counties as well. They're going away and then they're enjoying it. It's not that, that sort of thing. But, but it's it's like a job now, though, Tomas, isn't it? Like you have a fella giving them, whatever he's giving them, advice and in different things, physical and mental and giving them, I don't know, at feeding, they're on diets and all this sort of thing. Jesus, like, just, it is like a, a job now. What I find in it is it, it's an easy sell with the top counties that have that have a good idea that they're going to have a bit of success, but by God, and the, good, the big clubs like, but geez, if you're, if you're a club that's struggling and you're asking these fellas to put in the time, it, it's, it's fierce heart. Um, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to, Pull the plug here, Dinny. I, I really yeah. enjoyed the chat. Every time I meet you, I enjoy it. Um, I, it it's brilliant that you came on to, to the podcast, and it, it's uh, always that comes across by is the humble side of it and the crack and the banter and the enjoyment out of it. So I, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'd like to thank Airgrid for sponsoring the, the Coral Ethmos and Garamila Mahagat, Dinny, and we'll be talking to you soon, no doubt, down in, down in the club or wherever we meet. Garamila Tomas. Thanks again to our sponsor, Airgrid, official timing sponsors of the GAA All-Ireland Hurling and Football Championship and key drivers in Ireland's pursuit of a cleaner energy future.